My name's Austin, and this is Flashpoint, the art and science of your big breakthrough. If you believe that you were meant to break through and thrive in your life and your business, then this is the podcast for you. Is there a moment when success happens? Is there a recipe that creates your big breakthrough? We're going to answer those questions and many more on the brand new podcast and TV show based on the upcoming book called Flashpoint, the art and science of your big breakthrough. Welcome to episode number three. I am eager to tackle this topic of uncertainty and doubt. Mainly, I battled with these two things so much in my journey. And many times, it was at an unconscious level. How about you? Have you dealt with uncertainty and doubt? Maybe a little fear sprinkled into it? We're going to tackle those topics right now on this edition of Flashpoint. I'm going to share with you a personal story. I'm going to talk to you about how you can overcome uncertainty. And when I go through today's episode, you're going to see how fear played a role in my journey. But it wasn't the direct presence of fear that we're experiencing right now in my case. It was more of an underlying theme in my journey that I was completely unaware of. There's a quote that says, it's not the big things that mess us up. It's the little things that we don't know about that over time can really destroy us. That may seem a little dramatic, And that's why I'm excited to bring this podcast to you because I want you to overcome. I want you to move forward towards your big breakthrough because I want to reaffirm that there's a big breakthrough in your future that flashpoint flashpoint moment that you seek is waiting for you to experience it. I'm going to take you back in history a little bit through my personal journey. I want to tell you that I was fortunate enough to get hired with a big company in sales. And it sounds like a great start, but I battled for quite some time with uncertainty and doubt. The best way to bring it into perspective is it's like moving forward, but you're carrying a weight with you. It's laborious. You're making progress, but you're winded. You're tired. Maybe you have to rest. You feel held back. This would describe a large portion of my journey. And uncertainty and doubt were the direct culprits in the moment. I get started with this big company. And I won't tell you the whole story right now, but I end up doing well. 
and I get to the point where I've, I've learned the industry, I've had success, been in the top percent for quite some time of producers, and lo and behold, I get promoted. I become a sales manager, which sounds like, all right, you got promoted, great, congratulations, and it was a great thing to experience, but uncertainty and doubt would soon revisit me. They did not leave forever. And unfortunately, I did not have the success that I had had in my previous role. What happened? I'm going to go back and dissect this for you and make it relatable to you as you move forward on your journey. You see, what happened for me is I want you to, let me give you a visualization because this will be the best way to to bring you through this story and, and bring it home for you. I want you to imagine a balance beam or maybe a seesaw, whatever visual works for you. And and the idea is that when there's weight on one side, it drops, the other side goes up and vice versa. When I got started, I had this uncertainty and doubt was with me. But the one thing that drove me was my why. Unconsciously, I had a why that was really strong. I want to be fully transparent. My why was from an unconscious place. I call it unconscious purpose. Why was it unconscious purpose? It was unconscious purpose because I was moving forward in an effort to prove myself from a place of lack. I can go deeper into this, but this will be developed more throughout this podcast series And in the book that's coming out, Flashpoint, The Art and Science of Your Big Breakthrough. For now, I just want you to understand that I am coming from not a holistic, uh, centered place. I'm dealing with lack of worth, and I'm moving forward to prove somehow that there's worthiness there, that I will hit a tipping point, and I will not feel these feelings. That wasn't the case, but let me bring you forward. I am, however, able to achieve a level of success from that place. My why was strong enough to overcome the uncertainty and doubt that I felt about myself and my ability to succeed. I get promoted to sales manager, and now what's happening at an unconscious level, my why begins to shrink, and my how begins to increase. Remember the visualization I asked you, the balance beam or the seesaw? Well, I want you to imagine that when I started, my why was extremely big, heavy, powerful, enough to tip the scale in that direction. As I succeeded over time and I got promoted into a sales manager, what ended up happening is I got hyper-focused on the how. Why did I get hyper-focused on the how? Because when you enter into management, management is all about having the answers. Where's the revenue coming from? How's your performance? How are we guaranteed to hit our numbers? And when you combine that with somebody who's already had some self-worth issues, it creates resistance. It, it doesn't bring out the best in the person. And it didn't bring out the best 
in me at that time. So in an effort to have all the answers, my why gradually decreased. I became hyper-focused on the how. And when you're hyper-focused on the how, you stunt your growth. You end up not taking the steps necessary to move forward. And when you're hyper-focused on the how, uncertainty rises because you don't know where it's coming from. What if this goes wrong? What if that goes wrong? You run all kinds of scenarios to cover your behind because you have somebody else to answer to. I want to relate this to you right now. Are you wanting to move forward? Do you want to start a business, a side hustle, but you're not sure how you can do that from where you are right now? Are you in your side hustle, your startup, and you're wondering how you can grow it and turn it into a full-time passion? They're legitimate questions And there's answers to those questions. But here's the difference. The answers you seek may not happen in advance of you moving forward or in advance of, drumroll, you developing your why. I want you to process what I'm saying to you here because I want you to understand the powerful nature of fear. If I go back and I analyze my own story, fear was the root of it. Fear of not being good enough. Fear of making a mistake that could cost me. And therefore, I became uncertain doubtful, overthinking, and maybe not completely immobilized, but not taking the actions that I'm quite capable of taking. You, my friend, are sitting on a mound of resources that only you have. But if you're hyper-focused on the how, you will not move forward. Because back to the balance beam, what happened in my world, the how got bigger and my why got smaller. And when the how tipped the scale, I didn't have all the answers. You might say, well, you got to have all the answers. And I want to share with you that there's people out there that are still looking for all the answers. They're not moving forward. They're waiting for the right moment. They're waiting for the right thing to show up. They're researching. And they're doing it over and over and over again. And the the balance act here is to move forward and learn how. Learn how and move forward. I want to give you a visual because... As you're listening to this, you, you may not even be fully accepting what I'm saying because you're, we are programmed to have all the answers. And I'll, I'm going to share with you, you know, my, my personal story is that I came from a, a family where, where my dad was a, a, a sergeant in Vietnam. 
And you better believe that being in a war, my dad drilled in me, have the answers, always double check. If you make a mistake, people die. That was, it's not like he was saying that directly to me all the time, but that's where my dad was coming from because his frame of reference was war. His frame of reference is if you don't know how and you don't have the answers, people die. And here I am going through life, not aware. You see, it wasn't that what my dad gave me was bad. It's that I was unaware of how to apply the energy. And I was more driven by that fear than I was my why and my purpose. And when things become out of balance, it'll mess you up. It'll cause you doubt, uncertainty, and maybe even fear. You know, for me, the fear was the underlying theme that manifested in my world as as doubt and uncertainty because my brain was looking for the answers in advance of when the answers could show up. And I know a lot of people live their lives this way, and this is why I'm driving this point home, because you might be sitting there waiting for the answers. You might be researching. You might be trying to figure it out to nauseam. You're stressed. You're overthinking. You're upset. <laughs> I mean, stop and think of what I just said. You're, you're stressed. You're upset. You're overthinking. If that's where you're living, it's hard to give birth to something good out of that state. The way we overcome all of this is through purpose. Because if you're listening to me and you identify what I'm saying, you're not moving forward. You know there's more. You know you can turn your side hustle into a full-time passion. You simply may have an undeveloped purpose. The solution then becomes to develop your purpose. Why shouldn't your purpose demand most of your focus? Why wouldn't your purpose demand most of your focus? Some of you, the rare few, have a purpose so burned indelibly deep into your heart and consciousness that you don't need much to activate it, but you still might need to tap back into it. Some of you need to go back in and develop your purpose. And that's the work we do with Flashpoint and the work I do with people is, I want you to be in a state of flow. I want you to come from a place of peaceful power. I want you to avoid coming from the place that I came from for so long in my career, which was unconscious purpose to prove from a place of lack not from a place of peaceful power on purpose to serve. But today, today, (laughs) today I'm very on purpose. Today I come from a place of peaceful power where I wouldn't be doing this. Today I'm willing to put out all the things that I've experienced because I want it to move your heart and mind. It's not always comfortable sharing private stuff like this, especially in this format. But When you're on purpose, you get over yourself a lot quicker. You put yourself out there because you're tapped into your purpose. You're not caught into how you're going to look, how you're going to sound. What will people think? Your purpose will get you beyond that threshold. Your purpose will drive you into action 
and into a state of flow, not force. You'll have to force yourself less. You'll live more in a state of flow. I want you to move forward. I want you to ask yourself this question. Because you may say, well, how do I do it? Okay, I developed my purpose. Now, how do I do it? Well, I want to share with you a couple concepts. One, you may not be able to make a radical shift right now. You may not be able to quit your job, go full-time into your side hustle. Maybe you can't start a side hustle because you got family obligations. But what can you do? What can you do? I want to give you an example. I was talking to a woman and she was sharing with me that she had aspirations. And she gave me the line that most people say and they're going to do it someday when the kids are taken care of. And let's face it, that, I mean, that's a legitimate thing. We have, if you have children and you want them to be taken care of, that's legitimate, right? To take care of them first. But I think it's a mistake. It's not a mistake to take care of your kids first. But what the mistake here is, is to postpone. Why would you have to postpone? We live our lives in an either-or situation. Why can't it be an and situation? So I'm going to share with you, I'm going to use this story, I'm going to share with you what I shared with her. I asked her this question. Well, is it possible for you to go on a little research project? And she thought about it. And she said, that's a great idea. She said, you're good. You're good at this. I said, well, I mean, this is my life's work. I mean, not that I need the accolade that, that I'm good at this, but the bottom line is, like, why can't you... If you can't take immediate action and and do something, why not research and find out what it is? What is going to make you move forward? I'm going to talk more about this in a future future podcast about developing this further. But for now, can you go into a little research and not from a state of overthinking, like I mentioned before, but from a state of pure fun and creation? What if I could do this? What if I could move these two two things together? What if I could get my kids involved so I'm taking care of my children and I'm able to bring them into my dream a little bit? Why not open up your options? Why why live so limited and, and as if we don't have options? You have options. Everything is unlimited. Everything is in a dynamic state. Just because you think it's not, It is. We know that. We know things are very dynamic. We know things can change rather quickly. And if you don't believe that, go back through your history. When were you last hit with an unexpected change? And I tell people, I had a conversation today, that life either moves you forward in a way you don't like or you make a decision to move forward. I want you to be the one making a decision to move forward. I want you to be the one acting on life. I want you to be the one to overcome uncertainty and doubt. They no longer need to control you. You can become a conscious, feel them, and move forward anyway. And here's the other thing I want to give you to close this out. What's the smallest step you can take forward that would yield you the greatest positive results? Or another way to say it is, what's the smallest step you can take toward your highest aspirations? 
Now, you might say, why a small step? Because I've been doing this 20 plus years, 25 years of, of researching people and studying and developing my own consciousness and awareness is that one small step starts to build momentum. And once you get in motion, your faculties will start to kick in. It's a different variation of a flashpoint, but it's there. And it's always there for us to take a small step in the direction of our highest aspirations. And if you find yourself saying, I can't because I have to, I must, I gotta handle these obligations, we're living as a victim, we're not living on purpose. And one small step is all it takes to shift that and break that energy up. And then you take another small step. And then you schedule 10 minutes a week, 10 minutes a day, an hour on, the, on a Sunday, two hours on a Saturday afternoon when the children are at the soccer game or they're busy with something else. And you start to carve out time to build your highest aspirations, your, pers- your purpose, your passion, your mission. There's more for you to do. You can overcome uncertainty and doubt. You can overcome fear. You can feel it and do it anyway. And one small step will get you going. This is Austin Haynes. This wraps up episode number three of Flashpoint, the art and science of your big breakthrough. I want you to follow me all the way toward your big breakthrough because your big breakthrough might just be right around the corner. Austin here again with a quick post-podcast message. I want to share with you a couple free gifts. And stay with this because I want to share with you a secret about this podcast. First, did you answer the question, what's the smallest step you can take toward your highest aspirations? If you haven't answered that question, make sure you grab some time and answer that question. You'll be surprised and it might just get you moving. Secondly, I want to give you the opportunity to get a free copy of my book when it's released this spring. I'll drop a link in the show notes. You click on it, you fill out some information. You'll be added to a list to get a free copy of the book. I only ask for the shipping. It's somewhere around $5. And when it comes out, you'll get a free copy of the book. Number two, I want to, number three, I want to give you the nine questions to identify and remove limiting beliefs. We covered a big one during this podcast. Uncertainty is a big one that stops people. But maybe you're grappling with something else that you need to uncover. You're not fully aware of. So make sure you grab that. That link will also be in the show notes. You can get that immediately. And then lastly, there's a secret about this podcast. I recorded it in my car. Why am I sharing that with you? Because we let uncertainty stop us when we can be moving forward. Don't let anything stop you. Do whatever you have to do to move forward. And if you go back and listen to that podcast again, check out the audio. It's not too bad, is it? Keep it simple. Make it easy for yourself to follow through and create the environment that leads to your big breakthrough. That's what it's all about. This is Austin signing off. I will see you next week for episode number four. Bye for now.